One testicle away from good. Maybe I'm too young to know what those are. Mine's actually a picture of a scrotum with a pencil going through it. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. This is episode... Yeah, there's really nothing you can do with this episode, right, Sam? I mean, it's just yeah. I I, I try. I, you know, I played with the Chicago accent, and it just just came out as my Midwestern Minnesota accent, and oh, it sure. just was bad. So you you could I decided have fallen. It. You could have you could have fallen as you said it. Uh, yeah. The only other like thing, slapstick style fall. Yeah, nothing like a Pratt yeah. fall on a podcast. The greater good. <laughs> Thump. Did that um, did that work? Yeah. There, that's you hitting the thing. The other thing you could have pulled, uh, you could have pulled an Andrew and just done nothing, and then said, "This is me in a coma saying the greater good" yeah. or something like that. Yeah, Andrew could just sleep through this one. I mean, <laughs> it, it makes perfect sense for Andrew to fall asleep on this one. Yeah. <laughs> this, if there was anything that that you you were meant to do, Andrew, it is this podcast with this movie. I know. So. I know. oh that's great this is episode 376 and tonight we are talking about while you were sleeping i am sean allred and joining me tonight is andrew once broke his wrist while delivering newspapers jimison well you know i i I actually i'm not from here but i like to date the people that are in the building and sometimes sometimes I just tell people that, you know, we're engaged and stuff. That's we're pretty, like, that's we're, you know, we're a thing. I couldn't Plus, ever tell if, if that guy was, was trying to do New York or like Chicago. It never came across as a Chicago accent. To it, me. It no, just, he's, not, he's not from here. Yeah. He's yeah. totally from, from like the Bronx or something. Yeah. Yeah. It just came across as New York Italian stereotype. Oh, yeah, God. That's what it was. In all ways, shapes, and forms. Yeah. 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 They cut no corners with that stereotype. But even he, even what he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A kind of a beer stained, you know, white shirt, you know. The yeah. only thing I uh the only thing I own in my closet is uh wife beaters. Yeah. That's what I wear. But like and a robe when it's cold. Because it's Chicago. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, I know where I'm already like jumping into the show and I haven't inter- introduced Sam yet. But like the one thing I liked about his character is that he wasn't a douche. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they could have made yeah, him, he, he, Yeah, you know, like, they could have made him to be, like, the, the douchey New York guy. And instead, they made him, like, kind of a sad, charming kind of a guy uh, yeah. who apparently likes to try on women's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he started out as pretty annoying, though. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's very... 
it, it, it flooded the line or what do you call that? It, it faded the line as you went yeah. uh, throughout the movie um, to being something a little different. It but. was just, it was neat to kind of see this uh, tertiary character actually kind of get a story arc that you cared about, you know, a little yeah. bit, you know, anyway, I cared about him more than some of the other people. We'll uh, talk. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. It's we'll fine. Talk. We'll talk. I'm so impressed with your accents. This is great. Uh, and also joining us tonight is Sam. The family was my favorite part vector. Oh, uh, I mean, there's a reason why she likes them, right? There's yeah. a reason why she wanted to join this thing. It wasn't, you know, just because of the hot guy getting into the train. It was the whole family when she realized it. But Sean. Yeah. Just so you know, I've, I've been on your roof trying to get this tree up here. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's been attached to a line and could you just go, go down below and just watch it for me just to make sure it's not going to, you know, fall and, and, and go 30 stories down on you. Break a window. Wait, how, how tall do you window. think my house is? <laughs> <laughs> 30 stories. Uh, I've got a ladder. I've got a ladder. You got a ladder. Nice. Uh, that's it. No guests tonight. Yeah. It's just the three of us and yeah, just the three of us. And that is hey, okay. Listen. You're going to have to deal with that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You don't like it. That's tough. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's just the three of us. Tonight is, uh, it's kind of special, though all of our episodes are special in their own way, which I guess means that none of them are. But tonight is, um, what's the last episode of 2021? And right. that's uh, both sad and awesome at the same time. It just means that we have a new year coming. And a whole new set of movies to do. And also, it's going to give us an opportunity to look back at 21 and talk about some of the stuff that we liked and maybe some of the stuff that we didn't. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But before we do those things, we are going to talk about this movie, which is While You Were Sleeping. It is uh, 1996? 95. Thank you. 94? Yeah. No, 95. 95. Uh, 93. While You Were Sleeping, starring... Do I hear a 92? Anybody got a 92? <laughs> uh, starring Sandra Bullock and Bill Pullman. And Yeah, go President Pullman. Yeah, I, that's all I can see him as, is the president. It's so funny. Uh, directed by John Turtletob. Turtletob? Tob. Tob. Turtletob. Turtletob. Turtle Talk with Crush. I don't know. I'm saying I know I'm saying your name wrong. I'm sorry. He's done some stuff that we like, a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, not how you pronounce his name. I I know it's not, but I'm. I don't, tur- I don't know how it's to do be it. Turt, right? T u r t e l t a u b. Tur. I've heard it pronounced many times, but it's not that. Turteltob. Turteltob. <laughs> This you is call like me, me bad with names. Well, I know the guy's names. I just can't pronounce it. You just say stuff like Don Knotts. What do you mean to say Joe Pesci? Yeah. Um, and? Uh, <laughs> no, it was Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. You got Don Knotts at Rick Moranis. I went back and listened to that. That still made me laugh. It was just too funny. <laughs> um, but he is known for some other stuff. Uh, like um, He has directed such fine things as The Meg recently. And okay. he did The Sorcerer's Apprentice, which I actually kind of like. And yeah. he did National Treasure, b- both National Treasure movies, which are okay movies. 
And he did uh, The Kid with Bruce Willis and Phenomenon with... The guy. The guy who can move things with his hand and whatnot. And then he did uh, this movie. And then before this movie, he did Cool Runnings. And before that, he did Three Ninjas. Oh, that's that's the OG Turtle Top. Oh, my gosh. I like I like the Three Ninjas. I used to watch that movie so much. It probably doesn't hold up at all. Like if we watched oh, no, it, as, it, yeah, totally doesn't. If we watched it as adults, I think we'd probably just be mad. Yeah. Um. So we should do it for the podcast. Um, <laughs> no, if if we're doing one of those movies, we're gonna do Surf Ninjas. Well, that's not him, but yeah, I know, I, I know. But Surf but Ninjas I'm saying does from that era. Yeah, it does yeah. have the benefit of having Rob Schneider in it, where he gets to say the one line. I'm going to come down there and beat you with the leg that no longer works. You know, well, we'll we'll talk about it. Will we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to talk about it. Are no, you? we might. We're not. All right. Well, while you take a sip of your, your fine-looking whiskey there, um, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us the... Tell us what this movie is while you were sleeping. Well, I, I will tell you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by saying I've read several synopsi yeah. of of this film, and I don't agree with any of them. So here we go. This is from IMDb. All right. A hopelessly romantic Chicago Transit Authority token collector is mistaken for the fiancé of a coma patient. Now, here's my problem. Was she really mistaken, or did she... Did she just lie about this? Well, no, she... I know there was. I know there was one person yeah. that mistook her, but the rest, everybody else in the movie, she's lying to them. Yeah, it it was like a lie of omission, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. my issue, but I guess that's what the movie is, sort of. Yeah, the the movie is kind of like just a series of misunderstandings, and I overheard something, and um. In, you know, just it, there's just a bunch of that happening in this movie, just constantly, and it, it just feels like, um, until towards the end when the truth finally comes out, it's just oh, I, my friend, the kid who overheard her saying a thing out of context is gonna repeat it, and therefore we're gonna tell the family that she's pregnant or something. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so this was um, so we're doing this movie. Uh, I'll be real honest. This was a listener requested film. Uh, this is not typically a movie that we would uh, review for the podcast. But you know what? I think it's okay for the three of us to yeah. go out of our comfort zone every now and then. It doesn't have to always just be an '80s thing, you know, '80s movie or an action flick or a space western. And yeah. I, get, I think it's well, okay. and I, it, this is also in the prime of our dating years. Like if we we had girlfriends at this time, whoa. we would whoa, bring whoa, them whoa. to a movie like this. So. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <What>? Sam! <laughs> Remember, you were uh, already thirty. I was not allowed to date in elementary school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was in eighth grade, so oh, not, man, okay. not quite. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I I was taking girls to these types of movies. Yeah, so at this time. So yeah, I might even had this. I, I can't remember, but I might. This might have even been one. Yeah, the the first movie I took a girl on a date to was Titanic. On purpose. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a oh, date me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, um, I didn't take her. She took me. Yeah. And 
funny story about the Titanic while we're there. Uh, the boat sank. I know that, or I knew at the time that there were boobs in this movie. Oh yeah. And so before, because everybody had told me, like it was the thing, and even my parents were like, "Look, you can go see this movie, but we're going to warn you, there's some nudity." And I was, as a kid, of course, I was to my parents saying, "Oh, that's terrible. I'll close my eyes." But in my back of my mind, as an eighth grader, I was thinking, <laughs> "Oh yes, yes. right." <laughs> and so this is a true story. This girl was trying to make out with me during the film, and I literally put my <laughs> finger in front of her face at this moment and said, wait. And I watched the, <laughs> the scene, and that was the last time we dated. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. my god! Now, now I'm ready for you, hon. Come, come on this way. <laughs> I, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> I almost want to tell a similar story. I don't know if I should or not. Um, should should we tell another embarrassing story or or no? Just keep on. You can, yeah. No, I think it's it's appropriate. All right, whatever. So I dated this girl uh, in I was in college, and um, we went to her place, and I totally misread the the vibe of what was happening. She was like, "Do you want to watch a movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do," but I mistook the idea of watching a movie for let's do other things and i wanted to watch a movie <laughs> and so I you're said, gonna netflix and chill before netflix and chill was the thing that was her intention that was not mine i her wanted to just to watch the movie i just oh, wanted to watch just wanted to see a movie i just wanted to watch oh. the movie um so i'm looking through the collection of disney films that she has and i'm like oh my gosh you have um the lion king and she says yeah and i said i've only ever seen this once can we watch this and she's kind of confused as to why I'm really excited about the Lion Which King. Which makes sense. Yeah. So she puts it in and we start watching it uh-huh. and um she starts kind of kissing me and I'm kind of trying to avoid it. Like I legit want to watch this movie. <laughs> and I she gets to the point where she's no longer going to be subtle. So she literally gets up and then turns the volume up like a little bit and then comes back and then is like sitting on my lap. And so here we go. But the movie's still playing and I can hear it. (laughs) So the part of the movie when Simba walks by and he looks really sad and Timon says, why are you blue? And Pumbaa says, he's more like a goldish brown. I lost it. (laughs) I start laughing. And she looks at me and she goes, are you listening to the movie? And I said, I can't help it. It's, it's playing. <laughs> and so the, the part in the movie when then the monkey starts doing kung fu, that's the part where she stopped. She was like, okay. Because I started laughing again. Because it's she hilarious. She was done with you. She yeah. was done with me. We broke up like five minutes after that movie. <laughs> so, uh, But uh, in your mind, you were saying, my God, I... I I don't own this, so I'm I'm gonna have to watch this. It's not like we're gonna have a streaming service that we're gonna be able to watch these kind of movies anytime we want. <laughs> it's right. not like I'm gonna plan on buying The Lion King and watch it with my ch- you know children eventually seventeen times. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, you want to share an embarrassing story, or are you good, Sam? I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's nice. Okay. Um. I don't even know where we are in this podcast at this point. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Um, we're at we're at it's five word review time. Oh, thank goodness! All right, five word review. Sam, this is where you. Get All right, I've your five I've got word two. Review. Right. Um, the first one is 
one testicle away from good. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I almost did a spit take on that, Sam. Boy, I'm, I'm glad I put my. I didn't have uh, coke in my mouth. Good gracious. Okay. But my my other one is kind of kind of where I fall on this one. It's it's formulaic but sweet, right? I mean, there's yeah. no real villain in this movie, um, and for some reason in my mind, I I I, I swear she was almost the villain. Um, yeah, in I my mind, say it's it's kind of Sandy. Yeah, and but really, you kind of pull for her even, which is which is strange. Um. But it's it's about as formulaic as you can get. But I, I'm okay with that. It's cute. It's you know it's Sandra Bullock at her best uh, during this time. So um, I don't know. I I thought I had a or I think I had a good time on this. Hold on, I need to get this dog out of here. <laughs> well, 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 Sam I thought it was either either that or your nose whistling. I wasn't sure which was. Which was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, while Sam deals with the dog, I'll I'll respond simply to a couple of things he was saying. Um, yeah, this is a rom com. Yeah, it's there's a there's a basic formula for these things. You know, you know, there's yeah. going to be. Um, typically, it's like there's a girl and a guy, and then there's something that separates the two of them, and then, you know, they start to fall in love, and then then there's kind of the one thing. Usually, there's something. Sometimes it's a misunderstanding or something from the past or the truth, whatever. And then it kind of breaks them apart. But in that breaking apart, they realize their true feelings. And then one of them has to do a crazy act to get the other one back. And then they live happily ever after. That's, yeah, that's exactly. kind of how they all go. Um, yeah. So Just anyway. check out Hallmark. The Hallmark Channel. Yeah. And pretty much every movie on Lifetime and Hallmark. Well, Lifetime's more anti-man. Yeah. Um, on there, but in terms of, you know, it's two lovable losers don't realize they like each other until they do. Something bad happens, they split up, and then uh, there is a reason to get back together. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. But this movie, I mean, this movie had some some fun takes. The, any scene with the family oh was, was fun. I tell you, um, I want to go to church with those people. No kidding. Right? <laughs> I want to just share a meal with them. Yeah. yeah. That think, church you know, scene, I was I was rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and God bless, you know, most of those guys are, are dead now, um, unfortunately. But oh gosh, they, they had some they had some comedic, just brilliant guys oh, they, in that. They so were, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, like Bill Pullman is a very charming man, but he is not funny in this movie. Um no. he's he plays <laughs> You know, he's the kind of like you said, lovable loser. He's like the awkward kid at the you know at the party, but like all of the comedy is the family. Oh, absolutely. And they are and and uh, Carl's Junior. What's his name? Joey Junior. Joe Junior. Joe Junior. Joe Junior. Joe Junior. Carl's Junior is a uh, food franchise. Um, <laughs> they got good burritos or something though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This this movie is is yeah okay. Uh, Andrew, your five-word review. Well, surprisingly enough, my five-word reviews are very similar to Sam's, only not as clever. <laughs> um, and I will say, before I before I say these, uh, you know, I go through and look at the photos during the show, and you know that a movie is aged when the photos from the set are black and white. They're black and white. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, first five-word review is typical 90s romantic comedy formula, mm-hmm. yeah, which we just mentioned. And the other one, <laughs> don't play basketball with pencils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, so it was. It, you got to think of how it happened, right? So it's. she said it was in his back pocket. Yeah. yeah. So so Bill Pullman must have been guarding, I'm guessing, yeah. and he backed into him. Not Bill Pullman, but the no, um, the friend, the, the or whatever. Yeah, 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 the dead guy or coma guy, the coma guy. I can't think of his real name. Peter Gallagher. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask a question. Yeah. Let's move. The title is while you were sleeping. Yeah. So when a patient is in a coma, are they sleeping? I is that guess. technically considered sleeping? I don't know, but I mean, is the title "While You Were in a Coma" not as sexy of a, a oh, title? Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't think that sells as as good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there were some things. Uh, first of all, the the movie is uh, it's an okay film. I I know we normally ask if we'd seen this before, and uh, I don't know if you guys have, but we, I we all said that I, none of us had seen it. I think last I time. actually. Oh, I, after watching it, I remember watching it before. Yeah. And I think this is one of my wife's, uh, you know, when we were dating, even though this this was out many years before we dated, I think it's one of those that she had maybe grown up seeing or or something, and she forced me to watch it with her. Because I did remember. Yeah, well, I did remember watching it. Um, and it's a cute little story, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's typical 90s romantic comedy. Um, you can always tell in the nineties what kind of movie it's going to be by the, the music that plays at the very beginning (laughs) and the opening song, I forget what it is, but it's, uh, um, Oh, what is it? Everlasting. Is that the name of the song? Yeah. Everlasting. Yep. Yeah. And so you hear that song and you know, immediately it's a rom-com. Uh, it's just, that's how those, those work. And then you see, Throughout the film, you see people just randomly getting hurt. It's like a cutscene. Oh, even someone, in, yeah, someone even the, falling in the in the in the opening credits with the ice rink. Yeah, all of a sudden, like somebody nails their head on the ice. I'm like, ah, <laughs> and then and then there's the there's a bike. Guy. Yeah, newspaper bike guy. <laughs> so absolutely, I, that I, I didn't understand. Um, there is some bad acting in this movie. I mean, there's some really bad acting. The yeah. guy that um, that's her boss, Jerry, um, he's been in other things and never bothered me as much as he did in this movie. He just, there was the line that you, actually the, the scene that you played at the beginning, mm-hmm. that was terribly acted. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad from him. I liked it. I just liked it where he just yells at her at the end. It's like there are doctors for people for things like this. You know, I just I I liked the the line. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I said, it's cute. It's it's hard as we've said to review some movies, and I think this is one that's difficult to do. But I will say that one of our dear friends is going to be upset that we reviewed a rom-com because she uh, suggested that we do a rom-com before. And she's told me that she's upset that she was told we can't review rom-coms. Uh-oh. Yeah. So you might have to, you might have to put on the boxing gloves and prepare to defend yourself with her. Thank you, Sean. Uh, who, 
I'm I'm confused too. Oh, this is our dear friend Apple. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Former guest on our show. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um I, if I ever am in a coma. All right, I want you guys to do this. I'm not going to count testicles. No, no. I want (laughs) one of you. (laughs) One of you can do that. The other one. (laughs) No, the other one, I want you to. In the scene where they're playing cards, right? Yeah. You see his hand, the the guy that's in the coma. You see his hand, like, propped up on the table. And then (laughs) you know that his brother had to do that. Like, if you're in a coma, you're not going to put your hand on a table. So I decided while watching that, I want one of you to, I want to be a puppet. I want to be a human puppet. I want one of you to <laughs> tie strings on my wrists and stand over the bed and just, you know, <laughs> move my arms up and down. Okay, sure. Somebody grab my bottom lip and just, you know, ventriloquism. Hey, my name's Andrew. It. I can exactly. do voices. Because, listen, if I'm in a coma, make the best of it. Don't sit there and weep. Yeah. Make the best of it. Have sure. fun. Oh yeah, we'll have a good time. Just, Absolutely. Uh, don't, you don't have I mean, to count. We, we'll be drawing things on your forehead and permanent <laughs> marker. And oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're gonna wake up with a tattoo on your arm. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Last thing, the family. Like you know, like we said, we we love the family. But in the scene that Jack and uh, oh Sandy, what's her character's name? Anyway. When they uh, are under the mistletoe, yeah. the family's like, "Go ahead and kiss. It's fine." Ooh, that's like so start, weird. It is weird. It's very awkward. I couldn't imagine being like right. in the same room as someone else that I wasn't dating and involved with, and while I am involved with someone, and yep. being asked to kiss someone else, it just it rubbed me the wrong way that the family was encouraging this almost cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were okay with it. It was yeah the fact that when they're like, oh, it's a family tradition. I'm like to kiss random people. Yeah, like like yeah. If, if you just happen to be under the mistletoe, you have to kiss whoever it is, even if it's two dudes or two ladies or like like whatever you know. It just and on the lips. Yeah, they did kind of the side kind of a thing there, but yeah, you're right. It's yeah, it's a little weird. All right. Oh, one more note. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I, I missed this one. Yeah, right. keep going. 900 numbers. Uh, so she mentions to Joe Jr. that he's calling 900 numbers, right? And yeah. He says, who told? I don't, maybe I'm too young to know what those are or that those were a thing, but I had no idea what she was. I mean, I kind of inferred what she was talking about, but I didn't know 900 numbers were a thing. Yeah, you don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. back then. Yeah, I remember that. So you were yeah, too young. Yeah, yeah. the, the nine hundred members were all of the rage for the. I mean, it wasn't just for sex talk, but it was like get your you know get your future read to you over the phone. Call one nine hundred, blah blah. We'll only charge you three dollars a minute. You know, um, <laughs> stuff like that. So that's that's just what it is now. But or that then at the time now it's different numbers, you know, just text this number and we'll send you things or whatever. I don't know, but well, yeah, they didn't advertise those until after like 10 PM <laughs> on, on most stations. All right. Time for my five word review. 
Um, I think I actually started to write one. Like I have three of the words, and I, I, so either I just couldn't think of anything else clever to say. So anyway, so here's one of them. Uh, Sandra Bullock is super cute. Yes. Oh, she's classic. Yeah, she's classic beauty. Yeah. You know, I sorry to interrupt. Her, I just listened to a podcast with her actually, where they were interviewing her. And did did you know that she's like born raised in Germany? She lived there for like six years. I didn't know that. No. Yeah, I had heard that. And, I think, and then moved the here, day. not really wanting to be an actress or or to get into it, you know, but wanting to be a comedic actress. Once she did get into it, mm. uh, and I, I just thought that was awesome because she is like a re- especially younger. I don't. She's a, she's still good looking now, I guess. But oh, uh, absolutely. But uh, especially when she was younger, she was very hot, very attractive. Yeah. She does physical comedy well. I mean, you know, she's you know they're doing the whole ice slipping, falling into each other's arms thing. They 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 played that pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorites is Miss Congeniality, and there's a lot of physical comedy in that movie. So she oh, yeah. mm-hmm. she, she does yeah, that Bird well. Box too. Her uh, <laughs> yes, <her> hilarious. <laughs> her parents, I think it was her parents, uh, were uh, musicians. And very good ones, like classically trained singers and maybe a flautist, I think she said. I don't remember exactly. Anyway, sorry. Back to your five-word review. No, my, that's my fine. Bad. No, that's perfect. Um, She's beautiful. That's what you were saying. She is. She really is. Yeah. Well, I use the word cute in this movie just because the, the movie is, like, they, the only time she, uh, they make the movie makes her look pretty is the, the wedding day, right? But all the other times, yeah. um, they're trying to make, you know, it's... It's so funny. Oh my God, Andrew just disappeared for a second there. Sorry, that was, was weird. <laughs> Andrew was uh, removing his sweater, and in the process of doing so, his green screen freaked out, and so com- Andrew completely disappeared. Okay. Um, I thought he disappeared for a second. Uh, but this movie does the thing that Hollywood does. It's like, oh, if we want someone to be not as hot as they actually are, you know, like we'll put them in a sweater. <laughs> you know, or like in 10 Things I Hate About That's why You. I took my sweater off. No, not 10 Things. Uh, how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. No, no. no. Uh, She's all yeah, that. Put glasses yeah. on him. She's, she's all, all that. that. That's right. She's yeah. Rachel Lee Cook. They just put glasses on her. Like, she's hot. Even and with glasses Princess on. Diaries. Uh, yeah, Princess Diaries. Right. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Not that I'm admitting the fact that I've, I've seen Princess s- Diaries. I've seen Princess Diaries several times. I'm not going to lie. And Hathaway is very cute. And Alexander, uh, uh, oh gosh, he is today's his birthday. That actor who plays the, the head of the security, uh, he's great. I like him. Um, I can't think of his name anyway, doesn't matter, but he's great. I have Scar-scar. no, no, Graham Bell. You're gonna <laughs> okay. Um, Graham <laughs> <laughs> Bell. I don't even like the yeah, guy that like invented said Alexander, the, right? Did I say that? Oh, okay. Uh, his real name is uh, Hector Elizondo. He's great. Elizondo. Uh, and Julie Andrews isn't Julie Andrews isn't it too? And she's also awesome. Let's see. Yeah, um, Elizondo. He was in uh, Pretty Woman as uh, the guy that works at the the hotel downstairs of the hotel. Um, and Bellevue Hills Cop 3 and a bunch of things. Anyway, he's great, my point. And like and today's his birthday. He's like 85. 
Uh, so I have no shame in saying that I've seen that. Uh, the other thing is funny, you guys mentioned that Sandra Bullock, uh, you were rooting for her because you thought maybe she was kind of the villain. So there's, this, there's another movie that's kind of similar to this, and that's The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. Where they have yeah. a fake wedding. Uh, but in that movie, she kind of does come across as the bad guy, and then eventually we as the audience, as Ryan Reynolds, kind of fall in love with her because she sees how awesome he is and how awesome the family is. And decides not to go through with it. Like spoiler, but much um, better movie, by the way. Uh, yeah. I think it's better, but I also think because Ryan Reynolds and Betty White. Oh yeah. Um. But uh, but also I'm not gonna lie. They so so Sandra Bullock apparently is pretty self-effacing uh, about having small boobs because she makes a joke in this movie that she's like her dad and then she likes maps and is flat-chested. Um. And then in the proposal, when she tries on the wedding dress, uh, Betty White's like, oh, we're going to have to take in the... Uh, <laughs> it's like putting her hands fully on Sandra Bullock. It's it's pretty funny. But it's Betty White. She's allowed to do whatever she wants. She turns 100 in January. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Betty White. National treasure right there. We, we have got to... Um, we got to put a bubble around her, right? Like, no one within 100 feet can be near her. You know what I'm saying? Like, we must protect mm-hmm. Betty White. I love the st- I love seeing the things on Facebook where it's like, Betty White is older than sliced bread. <laughs> you know, I just love stuff like that. Uh, okay, so my other five-word review uh, was simply a fun Christmas rom- rom-com. I think I was going to write something else, but that's all I wrote. A fun Christmas rom-com. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the I mean, these aren't supposed to be deep. These aren't supposed to be, you know, life affirming things. It's it's supposed to be cute and fun. That is all what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to run through a few notes here about the movie that I that I wrote down because because um, I'm going to, and that's my okay. job. Uh, my first note was no cat owner cat owner would ever put tinsel on their tree they would know better because cats eat that shit and it'll it'll mess them up and i'm saying oh, this god i gotta get some tinsel i know this as a <laughs> as an owner of a cat uh it wasn't tinsel it was that easter plastic grass mm. uh she she oh she got into the closet where we keep all of the you know the, the, the holiday decorations plastic grass. yeah and she got in there and she ate some and she was, you know, this is like a year ago or so, uh, maybe a little bit longer. And she was just miserable and she's like hissing at her, you know, meowing and she's rubbing her butt across the carpet. And finally we just kind of pinned her down and, you know, checked out her, her hindquarters and saw that little piece of grass sticking out. And so I had to pull it out. And I mean, it was painful, <laughs> painful for her and it was gross, but you know. I think she got paper cut in her anus. What I was legit, I, I know we're making jokes, but like legit, like I was afraid because there's stories that like that stuff can kind of get wrapped in her, uh, like in her intestines. And when Intestine. you pull, it pulls it all out. And mm-hmm. I was, I was literally afraid I was going to rip her out, like, like rip her in half. But fortunately, she's okay. So that was number one. Number Jeez. two, yes. <laughs> number two, <laughs> why do people in Hollywood think cats drink milk? Cats can't it's drink. Bad for them. It's cats can't drink milk. They're lactose intolerant. Hollywood, stop face. 
It's fake news. Stop doing this. Are you this. serious? Yes. I did not know. I did not know that. Well, you, you're you're allergic to cats. So you've never been around. Well, them, like but... I had this feral cat that I was taking care of at my old house that I'd leave bowls of milk out for. Yeah, it's so bad for them. It'll make them yeah. just puke and shit everywhere. <laughs> oh, dear they're, God. they're lactose intolerant. <laughs> if you want to give them like really bad. If you want to give them like almond milk or something, that's fine. But they didn't have that when you were a kid. But yeah, don't. No. Yeah, water. Cats drink need to drink water. Oh dear. Yeah. So again, okay. still. Well. All right. Lovely. So I teased this joke. I honestly don't remember if we were on air or not, but I teased this joke earlier. So the face that she makes. So if you've watched this movie, you're listening, and I know a few of you who are listening watched this movie because obviously one of you is the requester of said movie. Um. So the face that she makes when she tries the eggnog, right? Because Saul even says. My advice is drink soda, right? And so she drinks the eggnog. That face that she makes, that's the face I made when we went with for Sam's 40th birthday party and we were trying alcohol and they made me try a bunch of alcohol. Every time I would try gin or rye or the, the whiskey or the whatever, that's the <laughs> face that I made. So it's absolutely if you that's want a good. visual, that's it. And we'll do it again here with Chad's birthday too. Yeah. If we can all get together. God rest so. his soul. Gotta work on that poker face. Oh. It's all about inhaling as you as you drink and, and exhaling as you swallow. That's what <laughs> she said. No. And then getting it in the nose too. Yeah. <laughs> um I did also write uh wait, so what was her present? I wanted to know. We don't get to find out what present that they got her. But that was uh, that. So I did write, oh my gosh, I almost did a spit take with the paper boy. So I was watching this as I was eating my lunch at work. I didn't get a chance to watch this last night with my wife. Because um, as the two of the guys here recording with me can see, I'm wearing PJs. We did the um, Polar Express last night with the family. So I didn't get to do it last night. So I'm watching it work and having a good time with it and I'm laughing and then the kid on the bike wipes out and I had a mouthful of potato <laughs> chips and it almost went all over my computer. Oh my gosh, I was not expecting it and I I mean it made me laugh out loud. It really did. You know, it's uh, a real scene. Like it was a real accident. Yeah, yeah, it, that's one of the pieces of trivia I have is the oh, the, the paper boy is showing slipping off his bike was an accident and he actually <laughs> broke his wrist. Which is why oh. it, that's how you got your middle name. Like he legit broke his wrist in that shot. So, <laughs> like I kind of feel bad because he got I don't hurt. Think he should be a paper boy. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know it's just a pratfall, but it was still funny because I wasn't expecting it. Um, we already mentioned the weird kiss uh, with the mistletoe. Um, my last really note. Uh, well, my two notes. Um. I'll do the funny one first. Uh, I did write, uh, the wedding march. Again, I don't know why Hollywood thinks that people come down the aisle to this, to the Here Comes the Bride song. But my funny joke is I, I ran uh, sound and uh, the video stream for a wedding this past weekend, and the organist or the piano player slash music director of the church, who has been a music person uh she's you know she's about to retire right so she's been around the block for a while and an she says uh do what an old penis uh yes that is what she is and she says to me i have never she said i've probably done 
a hundred weddings in my life, and I have never once played Here Comes the Bride. Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> because it's not a good song, and you know, only people in Hollywood think that people actually walk down the aisle to this, but it's not a good song. And uh, so anyway, that's what she did. So anyway, again, Hollywood says, that's what you do. That's what you do. But no one does that. Any musician would tell you it's Pachelbel's canon. Is that what? Is that what? Ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Is that what Karen came down the aisle to? No, she actually came down to a song that I wrote. Oh, yeah. What, what was it like? I mean, like completely, you wrote it, or yeah, that's awesome. Oh wow, it was a piano piece. That's very cool. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. I was at both of your weddings. I don't remember. In the theme of chopsticks. You were distracted by the fern. <laughs> I was distracted by the fern. Boy, that's an inside <laughs> joke that seven people will get. Um, <laughs> and none of them are listening to this show. Sam, what did Kimberly come down the aisle to? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I had no, I had no control. So I forgot most of that day. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That was the, that was the one thing I had control over. My wife said, um, she said, you get to pick the music. All of it. I said, okay. So, um, we met in the marching band at app. So, uh, I did, uh, um, I helped arrange a version of simple gifts or I guess technically Appalachian spring, but whatever, it's the same thing. So, but we did <laughs> then that. The, then the recessional was the fight song. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was the fight song. <laughs> Marching band. Uh, I actually don't remember what the processional was. Was it, uh, the 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 v, Vitor something I'm sorry. Anyway, I don't. Yeah. All of our listeners are screaming right yeah, now. Yeah, they hate uh, me right now. Yeah. They're slamming their foreheads into the wall <laughs> <laughs> or onto the steering wheel. Boy, I hope not. Um, it's not good for you guys. Quit. Just listen. We're we're done with this now. We're moving on. It's okay. Yeah. Take a breath. It and is. we're moving on. We're it's uh-huh. okay. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I don't. I wish I had it, but I don't. I don't even have it on my computer. Anyway, uh, my last note was this. I, it was really refreshing to see a movie, and again, this is kind of a wholesome movie, right? Where like the only persons whose feelings actually get hurt are kind of Joey, Joe Junior, a little bit because the girl on the third floor rejects him. And mm. also the fact, I mean, we don't care about this guy because he just shows up, is the fact that you find out that that Peter proposed to a woman who's married. So like that guy kind of is, you know, hurt, but I don't. we don't care about him because he just shows up. Like how did he know to be there or whatever? But yeah. Anyway. I did feel bad for Joe Jr. though. I mean, I did a little bit. You kind of actually want yeah, him to be he, happy. Yeah, he's, but he's overbearing. I. I don't know. I mean, Wait, he's a trope. He's creepy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a he's creepy in a kind of sincere, sweet way. But you tell me which character in this movie that we could relate to more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Am I wrong? I mean, Bill Pullman's okay. kind of a relatable dude, though, right? I mean, he has a normal okay. job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like But he builds furniture. Like we don't build furniture. Well, no, but we also but we <laughs> the three of us all create stuff. We're not that crafty. We're yeah. not crafty with our hands, but we have we're doing a podcast. That's a that's an art. Andrew, you are a band director. 
you play a musical instrument. Mm-hmm. I play a musical instrument. Sam plays a musical instrument. And nope. I know two of the, th- I don't know if Andrew, you are, but two of the three of us are playing our instruments on Christmas Eve for our churches. So yeah. we we have talents and we are creative. <laughs> um, so we can relate to Bill. And again, he's, uh, yeah, he's relatable. I, again, you know, other than the fact that but Joe he was the president of the United States, he was that or will be. He isn't yet, but he will be. Oh. Yeah, it's the next year. But right, ninety six. God, could out. you imagine this being his backstory? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the next, this is a prequel. Prequel. Yeah, he he makes furniture, and then the next year becomes president. Somehow he ran a campaign, <laughs> um. Uh, while making furniture, no. So the the part I was what I was trying to get to was in in a movie with you know all of these kind of other things happening, and probably the movie just didn't have time to do this thing. But it was actually kind of refreshing to see a movie where a father and son had a healthy relationship, where the son says, "Dad, I don't want to be in the family business," and the, the dad goes, "Okay, like go be happy," you know, like. Movies yeah. don't give us that. You know what I'm saying? It, I was expecting him to blow up and then it to be a thing and then maybe Sandra Bullock has to come in and smooth things out or something. Like, I expect it to be a thing, but the dad was just like, okay, well, good luck. You know, it just, <laughs> it was really kind of nice and refreshing just to see a father-son relationship not be toxic. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of liked that. Um. The last thing I will say, I, I said that was the last thing. This is my new last thing. I also thought that what the movie was going to have us um, is not just the fact that Sandra was going to fall in love with Bull, Bill Pullman, or Bull Pillman is what, is what I almost said, is that she was going to fall out of love with Peter because she finds out what a douche he is. Mm-hmm. Because... I think that would have happened. Eventually. Eventually, yep. yeah, yeah. Because... She goes to his apartment. Like, so she checks his wallet. Right? The first picture we see is him and his brother as children. And then the next picture we see is himself in, in the tennis racket and the sweater. And, the, and I'm like, I remember the 90s when you had pictures of things in your, of your family in your wallet. But my dad never had a picture of himself in his wallet. He had a picture so of us. So you're saying I should probably take my face off the background of my phone. I mean, I think you probably nope. should, but <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do that. I, I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, I don't know, but I just assumed that again. You're no, I, I actually, I saw a, a person do that one time and I asked about it and they said, well, if someone finds my phone, they'll know it belongs to me. And I, I thought, well, that's kind of smart, but it also just kind of makes you look like a douche. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, like, so that's the lock screen, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 My lock screen is uh, Donald Duck with a chainsaw on his hand, like from the Evil Dead. And I would totally know that's your phone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because who else would have that? Yeah. Mine is just the the beach scene. Oh, I was actually saying, if I was to guess, and I would have been wrong, I would have guessed either something Jurassic Park related. Or something app related, yeah. Or yeah. Pop, or maybe the girls, your girls. No, it's just one of the default beach scene. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I, I guess think, I'm just not. I think that's more to the fact that you're just you're not you're lazy. I don't care. 
Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> what what do I need to put anything on there for? Right? You don't it's need just, to. It's yeah, yeah. It's it, it. I mean, again, the seeing Donald there with his chainsaw, it gives me a little smile. But that's it. It it's it's you know, and then like, um, like my my wallpaper is a is a Star Trek scene, and that surprises neither one of you either. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, nope. Uh, anyway. Meanwhile, meanwhile, mine is holding. I'm going. I'm checking out. Is this the Windows default screen? Nice. <laughs> Wait, you have an iPhone. It can't be the Windows. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about your li- your uh, uh, laptop. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, my laptop is the yeah the default. Yeah, I'm from my cell phone. Yeah, my laptop oh, okay. is my default Mac background. Looks like a mountain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't change that. I don't. I don't want it to be something that's going to distract me from the thing that I need to do. Right. Yep. Um, I like a good plane when I can see where everything is. Yeah. Mine's actually a picture of a scrotum with a pencil going through it. <laughs> <laughs> nice timing. Hope <laughs> 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 you didn't. Uh, Spit all over your uh, soundboard. No. Your oh, God, I was not <laughs> ready for that. <laughs> I mean, I knew you were going to do a joke. I knew it was going to happen. I, I knew the, the punchline was, was or the, the setup was there. I was just not expecting a, <laughs> a scrotum pencil. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> this is the... This is going to be the episode of the testicle. That's all I can say. <laughs> yes. This is the story of testicles, God of semen. <laughs> Testic. um, yeah. The epic tale. Anyway, my, that, my, that, I, to finish that point, that thought was just simply that when we go to his apartment, um, again, it's just filled of pictures of him. And uh, yeah. that, I, that was a moment where I thought, this guy's he, he just comes across as kind of a douche. So Yeah. Anyway. He's full of himself. But uh it's okay. Yeah. Uh you ready for some clips? I have a few clips. Let's do it. All right. Um some of these are um well, there's no way to put it. And Andrew, I'm just setting this up for you. Here it comes. Here comes the spike. Some of these are longer than others. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy. I'll yeah. Let it go. Okay. Because for some reason, like normally I do like these really short clips, but I th- I just kind of felt like this movie was deserving of uh, a little bit uh, more clip than than usual. So uh, here's this one. This one though was edited a little bit because it was um, yeah. But here we go. Uh, clip number one. Ashley Bartlett Bacon. Ah. Uh. All I know is she was pretty high and mighty for someone named after breakfast meat. It was love at first sight, right? I have a sense about these things. Oh, see, let her tell it. She is telling it. <laughs> uh, she cracks me up. Uh, this Again, the family was just cracks me up the whole time. The best. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I just let her tell a story. She is telling it. Like, she never says a word in that entire scene. It's just, It's all of them. It just cracks me up. Um, uh, okay. Who in the hell leaves this kind of voicemail? Hi, it's Ashley. Uh, Lisbon is absolutely gorgeous, but I'm cutting my trip short because I have been doing a lot of thinking and 
What the heck? I will marry you. <laughs> what the hey? Like, hey Sam, can you come over this weekend and and uh, play some board games? Yeah, what the hey? I'll come over. Like that's the kind of voicemail you leave. Not I'll marry you, but they all okay. I think it's just a crew. She's a douche as well. I guess. I guess you're yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, th- this here is some of the aforementioned church scene. Yeah, for Christ's sake, Jack. Stop swimming. Look, you're running the business now. That's something I like to talk to you about. Talk about that later, okay? Talk about it now. He can't kill you in church. Will you please pipe down? Hey, be nice, Pally. We're in church. You're disrupting the mass. Who made you the Pope? How did Joe Kelly get to be a lector? He takes marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) He takes marijuana. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that stuff made me laugh so hard. Uh, Here's the boss saying the obvious. I'm sick. You're cheating on a vegetable. Mm. Bad acting. Oh, he's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's, yeah. he never bothered. Honestly, at no point in this movie did I ever noticed any of the acting. Well, I don't. For some reason, these kind of movies, I guess it doesn't it doesn't take. You, do you expect bad bad acting? It's not that I expect bad time. acting. I just don't expect great acting. I just expect. It just almost feels like just people I, are just I, reacting. I, I, so I expect you, not to be taken out of the movie yeah. by bad acting. That's what right. I expect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, and I never was in this movie. I wasn't. Again, he never bothered me. I just, you know, he, he was fine. What else uh, has he been in? No idea. You have to look it up because I'm not going to. I'll look do. it up. Yeah. Because uh, he's done things that didn't bother me. Uh, he was in Liar Liar as the judge. Oh, yeah. He's great yeah. in that. Yeah, he's really good. That didn't bother me at all. I like uh, him in that movie. What else? Uh, he's done some Murder, She Wrote. He's done Wing Commander. Ooh, uh, Wing Commander. So he's a. Uh, this is a. Well, Wing Commander 4. Oh, the me. video game. So not the movie. I was going to say he's uh, a cheap seat alum. Yeah. He was the voice of Edward R. Hero in the Dinosaurs uh, TV show. Okay. Yeah. So this uh, is our first, first of his. No. So I guess maybe. <laughs> I guess maybe Liar Liar is the only place I've ever seen it. Yeah, I like it. He, he's good in that. Uh, Beef and Nazis is what I labeled this. I could never make a good pot roast. You need good beef. Argentina has great beef. Beef and Nazis. <laughs> uh, I wanted to capture the whole conversation about, like, you have to be tall in Hollywood. And, you know, they, they, they keep talking about these different actors who are tall. And then they, they mention this one actor, and she's like, he's not Spanish. I didn't say he was Spanish. Then why are you talking about him? I'm saying he was tall. Everyone knows he's tall. That's why I said that. You know, just all of that was so funny to me. I was, and the looks that her and Bill Pullman are giving back and forth to each other were really cute because it's, it's a, it's, those are looks that I have given to my wife when, um, you know, we're around family and they start talking about stuff that like neither one of us have any interest in talking about. Right. And those are the looks we kind of give back and forth. We're just kind of like sharing a moment. So I totally get where she is. Um, those are the looks that, oh gosh, there's a microphone there. Sorry. Yeah. Those are the looks that uh, 
Sean and I give each other when Sam talks. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> well, we know. Yeah. I was going to make the joke that Sam and I do that, but... Uh, Sam's not on camera, I, so... I haven't seen Sam's face in like three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, this one's just... Uh, this is 28 seconds, and it's labeled putts. Peter, I've known you since you were born. I've been to every major event in your life, from Cub Scouts to... Well, to the day you discovered hair on your schmeckle. You had a good education... You're very popular with all those friends of yours. You make a nice living. And everybody knows you're a good-looking kid. <laughs> but, Peter, you're a putz. Excuse me? <laughs> is Schmeckel, is that kind of a... I guess that's it, Yiddish for penis, right? Yeah, I was going to say, yep. it's got a, it has a, maybe a Jewish yeah. origin somewhere. Well, he's Jewish. So. Schmeckel. Yes. Schmickle. Yeah. All right, cool. Because that's what he makes a joke. Uh, if if she if I were 40 years younger and she would convert, I would marry her. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I missed yeah. that convert. I, I was thinking Catholic for some reason. No. Yeah, there's a reason why he wasn't at the Catholic Mass. Ah, okay. Now I'm putting it together. <laughs> yeah. Schmeckle, not Catholic. <laughs> yeah. He's very Jewish. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and if you say the name of your movie, I will capture it. Peter once asked me when it was that I fell in love with Jack. And I told him it was while you were sleeping. Which is kind of sad. While you were you were combing. Yeah, combing. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the last clip I have, but this is not from this movie. Um, I was supposed to play this last week, but I forgot. So, two weeks ago... When we did our Batman Returns episode, we had Lauren from the Beard Owl podcast on, who was just delightful. She's just the oh, best Lauren. human. Yeah. She's just the best human. So while reco- while kind of going through some of the uh, audio and doing a little bit of editing, um, I noticed that she has just the best infectious laugh ever. And I captured a little bit of it. So I just want to share with you, if you're listening to this episode and didn't listen to that, ep- that episode, this is Lauren right here. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's, just it's just great <laughs> i love it so I, I i did tell her that i was gonna do this but here yeah just no oh. <laughs> it's just great oh lauren you're the all best right. all right time for this and now for some more bad news ready i don't have much trivia because we've already talked about half of it so uh with the paper boy falling down um there was a lot of... <laughs> there's one more. Yeah, well, there's a lot of uh, trivia about who was like almost cast in this movie. Uh, um, but Matthew McConaughey tested for the role of Jack, but he was dropped because of his Texas accent. Oh, um, the director Ooh. rejected offers to cast Russell Crowe in the same role. Russell Crowe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't... Was he big at the time? No. When was Gladiator? Yeah, Gladiator was 99, so yeah. we were still... He wasn't very big at the time. Or 2000, one of those two. Yeah, he was still pretty pretty, uh, pretty much an unknown. But there's a bunch of um, of that. The one really kind of interesting piece of trivia that I read that I didn't capture, but I should have, was that the original script for this movie, the, um, the roles were reversed so that the female falls and bonks her head and the husband the, the male pretends to be the fiance 
and it comes across as really stalkery. Yeah, I could see how that would yeah would so not they, be good. So they yeah. flip the 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 sexes, and then it becomes a rom com. You know, like it's you know what I'm saying like it, but otherwise you're not. Yeah, it would be he's pretending to be you know the fiance of the girl, and then falls in love with her sister. You know, and then what does that say about us as a as a human race? Uh, I think that it says that men are predatory by nature. Yep, unfortunately. But, but women can't be. Is that what they're saying? No, that's not what they're saying. But men are more likely to gaslight a woman than the other way around. I don't know. Have you met some of my former girlfriends? I have not. I've only met Karen, and she is lovely. <laughs> well, how do you think I met her? I don't. No, I'm kidding. She, she gaslighted oh, you. <laughs> oh, well, no. You would never say that out loud. I understand. I would, she's just... Blink three times if you. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're in danger. Yeah. Uh, all right. Time for this. Uh, no, we're going to do this. We're going to skip top three real quick, and we're going to go straight to out of 10. Wait, what's supposed to happen? There's a reason why. Out of 10, uh, Andrew. Yeah. So um, I, I'm not sure where IMDb puts this because I already – let me let me just uh, – I can pull it up real quick. It's 6.7 is what IMDb gives this. I can't go that high. I feel like that's – I feel like the six range has become my average – and this movie is not what I would consider my average. So I'm going to go a little bit below. We're going to say a 5.3 uh, broken wrists out of 10. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sam. Yeah. Um, I, I maybe not go that low, but I'm not too far off. I'm going to give it a good uh, 5.98 out of 10. It's a, it's, it's okay. It's, it's something to watch with a girlfriend or a wife and, and yeah. enjoy it and and have her have a good time with it. It's just not my kind of movie. It's just it, it doesn't appeal to me. You know, Sam, you mentioned Hallmark or Lifetime or something earlier. Mm-hmm. I feel like this could be a movie that is made today and it would be on the Hallmark channel. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Only yeah. They, they would put more Christmas in it, though. Yeah, there would be a little bit more Christmas. Um and she would find a way to help Bill Pullman's struggling furniture making business thrive. Right. Yeah. And she like, would, it would be your girl that that uh, that you're a fan of, there, Sean. Lacey Chabert. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I knew you knew who then, I was talking. Then about. I will watch that. <laughs> I'll watch the hell out of that. Uh, in fact, my wife was downstairs uh, pre cooking while she was uh, preparing the evening meal, watching one that has. Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson in it, and there is a time travel component. He is a conductor of a time traveling train, so it's like Back to the Future meets Groundhog Day plus Hallmark. I think my wife has seen that because I, I vaguely remember new. that storyline. It's brand new. It's been out like a week. Like my wife oh, just recorded it. Yeah. Then I guess I haven't. Yeah. Um, but you might have seen a commercial for it if she was watching. Um, but basically, like the idea is like she's the, the 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 woman is living her life, and then Christopher Lloyd shows up and says, "Hey, you know, we need to fix some stuff. It's your kids, Marty." Um, <laughs> oh, you then, beat me to it. And then like <laughs> she has to go back, and she has like a golden ticket, right? Like a uh, Polar Express, and she can't like get her ticket punched until she is on the path that she's supposed to be on. And so I, I was watching it 
a little bit with her. Um, I was more intrigued by the Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson kind of part of it than the actual story. But anyway, uh, I'm going to give this movie a um, a six and a half. I had a good time with this movie. I, I laughed. I, you know, I enjoyed it. I thought that the um, the ending speech that she gives at the wedding was very sweet and um, and yeah, it reminded me of a lot of the proposal. So that means I, that means the proposal mm-hmm. stole a lot from this movie. And I think we all kind of agree that the proposal is a better movie. I think well, it's, it has Betty White singing. But it, uh, it has Betty White doing Native American uh, or Inuit. So what's, what's the rap that she sings? I don't know. She does a rap. Yeah, I, for, I forget the song. To the for, to the windows, to the walls. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I seriously no. don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Disappointed. Yeah. I know you are. You should be. Uh, I am a disappointment. Um, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds is in it, and it's it's funny and whatever. But it's kind of the same, a little bit of the same thing. There's some stuff obviously different. But I liked this movie, and I'm glad we watched it, and I had a good time with it. I really did. So I I encourage you. I mean, the reason why it's not getting like an eight or nine is just because this isn't my kind of typical movie. But this was kind of a nice palate cleanser, so that. Whatever the next movie I go watch, I'll be whatever. Because, I mean, my all this week I've been catching up on the Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. And that's, you know, very sweary and very violent. So it was kind of nice to see something not this those was things. Sorbet. Yeah, it kind of was. It was a sorbet. Yeah. And now I'm about to dive into The Witcher. So <laughs> Season two. Uh, I'm actually going to rewatch season one before I do season two. because Because. I haven't seen it. It, I liked season one a lot, so I'm looking forward to season two. But I'm going to rewatch it because I like to do that kind of thing. Um, that's it. So we're going to now transition to a different part of the show. So I guess I'll play this. Excuse me while I whip this out. So we're going to do something a little different for our top three. This is where we're going to take some time and kind of look back at 2021 and say thank you and... Um, also, just you know, take a moment to reflect a little bit on on 2021, as in the point of view of the podcast and ourselves, uh, a little bit. Yeah. So I do want to say this uh, to anyone who is listening who has guested on the show. Thank you so much. You Absolutely. have made our show better. Yeah. Because um, we're terrible, and having somebody good on. Uh, and and I'm not saying that just the brown nose. I'm serious. Yeah. No, it's we um I, I said a long time ago I really enjoy having um smart people on our show because it makes us look smarter for having you on. <laughs> uh and I believe that that's the case for every guest that we've had on this year. I Agreed. don't I don't yep. I don't have time. I guess I technically do have time to run through the entire list of guests that we've had, but that would take a while. Um, because of the 50 odd weeks that we've had, 50 weeks that we've had available, I think we've had like 39 or 40 guests, different guests. Um, so I just wow. want to, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of guests this year and I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you. It has been absolutely our pleasure to have you on and I am genuinely thankful for the friendships I've made through Twitter and the relationships I've made with, with you. So um, thank you again from the bottom of our hearts on behalf of Andrew and Sam. I say thank you for, for being a part of our show. 
I want to turn now to uh, just 2021 as as us, um, as we uh, talk about the things that we liked to have watched this year, things that we watched that we enjoyed. So our top three, technically, is going to be top three movies that we saw for the first time in 2021. They don't have to be new in 2021. There wasn't a whole lot of new. Right. But your top three things that you saw in 2021. And... Um, I will let uh, Sam start. Oh, sure. Um, I've got to put an honorable mention to uh, for Dune, um, where it's. It, I don't think it's the most memorable movie I've seen this this year, but the music behind it, um, in terms of a tone poem, um, was just gorgeous, and and I really appreciated what they did with that. But going into the movies that I've seen for the first time this year, my number three starts with. Uh, a movie I would have never watched otherwise called Dr. Sleep. Yeah. And really, really enjoyed that movie. And it it hit on every level um, and every level that a horror movie should. And, and I will have nightmares of baseball boy forever. I think just, it's just, it's that good. My number two movie was a very, was a surprise and was something that, we turned on almost by mistake and really enjoyed from beginning to end. And it was the Mitchells versus the machine on Netflix. That is is so good. It is. It was absolutely brilliant and so much fun. Yeah. And if you're a parent, yeah, you should watch it. It's great. It's got a great message. The kids will love it. It's it's just, Mm -hmm. it's a very well-made film. But my number one, um, and it might be because it's it's the it's so recent on my uh, my mind is Spider Man No Way Home, and mm-hmm. got to see that this morning, and it was it was everything you want in a Spider Man film. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it was everything you want. There were cheers mm-hmm. in in the theater when we saw it. So I mean, it, several times in the theater when uh, this morning. So it it's. Once again, Marvel's magic is still out there and still doing well with these things. Yeah. So those are kind of my my three with with Dune kind of being there on on number four. So, yep. All right. What about you guys? Um. Uh, I'm going to go next. Uh, we'll we'll okay. do it. We'll do it kind of how we traditionally done it. And uh, then we'll forget Andrew. And then we'll forget Andrew. <laughs> All right. So I've I um I'm I've cheated. Because I'm the host of the show and I can do that. So I've created, uh, I've actually created two lists. Actually, technically I've created three. Uh, I have three lists. Um, but Sam and I jokingly said it before the show, should we do our bottom three? Um, which I did, I did create. If we want to talk about our bottom three, we can later. But So I've done two top threes. Uh, a top three of movies I saw outside of the, sh- uh, the podcast and my top three for the podcast. So, there, there we go. So, out of the podcast, I'm actually pretty close to Sam. Dune is going to be my number three. Mitchell's versus the Machines is my number two. And oh, my, you had it on there too. Okay. I love that movie so much. Yeah, uh, I've watched it twice um, with the family. It is so great. It makes me. It makes me cry still. Oh yeah. The second time, I was weeping at the end of the movie. Just, um, it's so good. And my number one would be Shang Chi, uh, for my oh okay having seen mm-hmm. outside. I honestly forgot that I watched it until about five minutes ago. 
It's like, <laughs> oh wait, yeah, I, I did watch it and I really, really liked it. Um maybe top ten of my MCU films, maybe. I don't know. I'd be oh, hard. I'd have to really think about that ranking, but I liked it for this year. It was really good. My top three movies for the podcast this year. Number three, The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, I, okay. I, yeah, I was. I enjoyed that a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, glad we watched it. And it was good. It was really good, really fun. And again, again, these are movies that I'm uh, we saw for the first time this year for the podcast. Number two, Atonement. Mm-hmm. A movie that mm-hmm. made me feel all kinds mm-hmm. of emotions, but rage, rage. Yeah, rage. I still listen to the soundtrack to that. The typewriter yeah. as a percussion instrument. Yeah, I need to. I might need to pick up mm-hmm. some of that. Yeah, Atonement was uh, was rough, but I'm really glad that I watched it, and it was really, yeah. really good. And mm-hmm. uh, Sam mentioned it earlier. My number one, Doctor Sleep. I mean, oh, it feels yeah. like every year the podcast gives me a, sh- a movie that I just fall in love with, and this is that for this year. Like um, Thunder Force. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder Force surprisingly is on my other list. Oh, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> yes, I'm sure we'll get to that one. Yeah. Uh, no, Doctor Sleep was just fantastic. I mentioned it last week uh, in my attempt to just uh, infuriate our guest Chris about um, <laughs> The Shining. But no, Doctor Sleep was so good, and I cannot wait to get my hands on the director's cut to watch a three-hour version of that movie. Yep. Um, yeah, those are my six movies for this year. Um, it's been a good year, I think, of movies uh, amongst the pandemic. Now, again, um, t- two of my six are not new to this year. But, you know, Suicide Squad, Shang-Chi, Mitchells, and Dune are new movies. Mm-hmm. And they were really good. All of them really good. Uh, Andrew, I'll let you go. We'll do you, yeah. and then we'll do Twitter. Okay. Well, I had an honorable mention of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about that one. I, I saw too. that, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, that one, it's it's probably one, that, it's honestly one that I hadn't even heard of until we had brought it up for the show. Um, and uh, I, I just, I liked the movie, and uh, I thought it was one of the best things that we had seen this year. Bozeman in that is amazing. Yeah, He's yeah. just fantastic in that movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, number three, I have, and this might be a surprise to you guys, but it was my first time seeing it. Die Hard. Oh wow! Right, okay, I forgot. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. If it was, if it was my first time, it would have been up there too. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and uh, number two, I have Game Over, man. That was <laughs> such a funny movie. Uh, <laughs> and, really. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve recommended that to us, and uh, it's such a funny movie. Um, and so, that's oh, KD you're on, thinking on about it, yeah, yeah. Game, yeah. game over, man. Almost made my bottom three. Oh, no, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, and then, <laughs> sorry, I still laugh about it. Um, and then number one uh, is right there with Sam. I saw on Sunday. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And it, it is, it's been said that it's one of the best Marvel movies. I don't know that it's quite there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it is really good, and it's much, in my opinion. Uh, I also like Shang Chi, um, but in my opinion, this one is far better than, I agree. than that, and certainly better than than Black Widow. Um, I kind of got a little worried about Marvel when I saw Black Widow, um, but this one just like completely turned things around. And so, for those of you that haven't seen it yet, it's something to look forward to. <laughs> and yeah, and there were cheers in yep. in the theater. Cheers, yeah, yeah. And we're not even like opening night, and it's cheers. It's it, yeah. it was great. It was great. We had we had there was a guy dressed up like Spider Man that came to the to this ten twenty showing this morning. Yeah, I gotta I gotta oh. tell this. Um, so we went on Sunday and we had a a, a, a ticket for eleven thirty. We get in the theater. We watch the you know the pre preview previews, and uh, then it starts at eleven forty. The lights go down. The screen goes black. The sound of the previews starts to play. It gets <laughs> through three different movie previews. No no visual. Oh no. All. And by this time, uh. people are panicking. Right, because they don't want to miss the movie, and right. then so they uh, they come in and they say, "All right, guys, there's an issue with the projector. Give us five minutes." As they're fixing the projector, they start to play the beginning of Spider-Man. Oh no! So we hear the opening scene basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there are people that are just like yelling and screaming at you know because you can only so, hear it, you can't see it. Right, so you don't know what's happening, and yeah. so. We're afraid spoilers, of course. And then uh, about 20 minutes later, they, they stopped the, the movie. Uh, but then about 20 minutes later, the guy comes in and says, all right, guys, we're going to have to refund your money. Uh, we can't get this to work. And mm. you're going to have to come back later. Oh, man. Oh, I was so pissed. And my kids, were t- we, we actually went for my son's ninth birthday. And so he was upset because it was his birthday, right? Um. So luckily, though, we did get uh, our money back, and we we got another showing later that that evening. But uh, not a fun experience. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to tell the whole story. That it reminds me of when Sam and and my wife and I we all went to go see Harry Potter seven point two, oh. and <laughs> six minutes left to go in the movie, they lose power because somebody ran into a power pole outside, and uh, they uh, we all got, we got both refunds yeah. and tickets to showings of the again. Uh, but they did fix it, so we did get to see the final battle of Hogwarts, the last, you know, the last duel with Voldemort twice. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Anyway, I guess I did tell the whole story. Um, all right, Twitter. We've got some some good stuff on Twitter. So Jesse, I'm going to be specific with my names. Jesse from the Sudden but Inevitable podcast. Andrew, you did say yours three, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. I did. yeah. I did. I'm so paranoid now. Jesse from the Sudden But Inevitable podcast, um, who we're going to be, I uh, well, I don't, don't want to say what he's gearing up for, but season three is going to come in down pretty soon for the, his show, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, Slither, Road to Perdition, which he did on our show, Road to Perdition, and Arrival are all first times Slither. for him. Slither. I yeah. haven't seen Slither. I'll have to check that out. Maybe yeah. that's something to put on our October list for I, next year. I definitely think so. It's a uh, James Gunn did that. Um, yes. Nathan Fillion's in it. It's it's. Uh, in Is Arrival the the one with? Um, we did that. The spaceship. Yeah. They kind of look like curved pistachios or something. Yeah, like a giant contact lens. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was a good movie. It was a really good movie. It was a really good movie. Um, (laughs) Life Paranormal. V from the uh, Life Paranormal with V just says, I love this movie, guys. (laughs) So uh, just thank you, V, for that. Uh, Maxton, good friend of the show, Maxton, says he is at Maxton, M-A-X-T-A-N-N-M-N-A-R-T-I-S. There you go. So give Maxton a follow. Into the Heights, Vivo, and The Harder They Fall. Hmm. So the, hard, uh, the Harder know. They Fall is on our list for next year, the beginning of next okay. year. Once I saw the trailer for that, I thought, that looks like a fun thing to do. Is that a Domino's movie? Yes. Okay. It is that. Uh, <laughs> Lady Wan said, In the Heights, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Tick, Tick, Boom. I've heard Tick, Tick, Boom. Yep, I've, I've watched Tick, Tick, Boom. It gets a little long. Um, okay. Um, that's what she says? No. Uh, planes, mm-hmm. Trains, and Automobiles, um, Ghostbusters, Afterlife, and Spider-Man No Way Home coming in from Chris from the Measuring the Score podcast. So, okay. yeah. I think that's it. I think that's all nice. that participated. Thank you all again for participating in that. That was a lot of fun. So, uh, there you go. That's that's that. Thanks again I, uh, for people who participate on on Twitter. You guys are all awesome. I really appreciate it. Oh wait, no, I missed one. Um, hold on, hold on, I missed one. Uh, good friend of the show, Cameron from the Green Shirt Podcast, a newbie's trek through TNG. Uh, initially said, um, I uh, let's see. Uh, can I write Suicide Squad three times? And then I just <laughs> said, ha sure. And he says, I watched an embarrassingly small amount of movies this year, and most of them were pretty bad. So The Suicide Squad, Luca, and Spider-Man No Way, no Way Home. So thank you, Cameron. All right. That's going to do it. Anything yeah. else we want to say before uh, we close out 2021? You going to let me do my top three now? Stop it. <laughs> 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 do do we want to take 10 seconds and 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 lament over some bottom three i don't know thunder it, force was probably at thunder the force. very bottom yeah i'm going to remind you of a couple of other low low hanging uh scores here just um because i was going back and looking at just the scores that we gave some movies yeah. uh army of the dead got a 3.3 for us mm-hmm. uh we did not like that film we also really didn't like Thunder Force, obviously. We also didn't like um, <laughs> Star Wars Episode Two. We did not like Ava. Ava got a 3.1. Uh, that's kind of our bottom ones. Nothing else got yep. that close to the three. We got a couple, you know, The Killing Joke got a four and a half, or four to point eight. Midnight Sky got a four and a half. Um, but nothing really comes close. So Ava. Thunder Force and um, the Army of the Dead are kind of our three for the podcast. That's our lowest scores. Yeah. Episodes. Okay. All right. Um, that's it. Not going to do the quote game. We're just going to, uh, I'll put that on hold till next year. Um, Sounds good. That's it, guys. This has been a great year. Uh, seriously, thank you for listening to this to the show. Um, 
the numbers have gone up, which is awesome. Our listenership's gone up, which is awesome. I give all of the credit to our guests, our awesome guests, for coming on and um, allowing us to do that. Thank you to all of our Twitter followers, uh, Facebook uh, followers, anyone that's ever listened to the show and that can hear my voice. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome, and you're partly the reason why we do this. Frankly, the other reason why is because the three of us just enjoy the company of each other and like talking about movies and stuff. So, um, And we're going to continue to do it until someone tells us to stop or I don't know what. But until then, <laughs> um, thank you again. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in 2022. Cheap Seat Reviews.